What's up, everybody? My name is Jalen Suits. I am the host and founder of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. Today, we have one of my childhood friends, a track athlete at Langston University, my boy Gabriel Lane. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How about you, man? Good, man. Good. Just living. Man, it's been a while. It's been <laughs> it's been a minute. Years. It's been a it's minute. Been, it's been too long, man. It's been man, years. It's been years. We went to the same middle school. We went yep. to the same daycare. Yep. The same yep. daycare, what the same little, little blessings. Yep. I still got my valedictorian trophy. You serious? <laughs> oh, I lost I lost that like <laughs> like a decade ago. For know. real? Oh, I still got that? my valedictorian trophy. It's in the living room at the house. I sold both that all the time just because they valedictorian on it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That, that is insane. I, I got know how that. I still kept that. I Man. lost that a while ago. My mama, see, doing a movement. See, yep, she kept all them trophies and stuff together. So Now I understand. We're good. We're good. Now yeah, we went to St. Summer Creek, North Crowley. And now we here, man. Yep. Now we here. So tell me, how's life been for you? How you been <sighs> cooping throughout, you know, your college first years? Yeah, well, unfortunately, last semester, during the spring semester, I took a semester off. Had to get some things wrong with my you know things mm -hmm. up in my mind and right you know where my mind was at at the time and where it's at now it's totally different yeah. ever since I took that semester off so I've been doing good been working working out trying to get ready to start back in two weeks two weeks yep go back Man. to the 28th of July my boyfriend to be gone yep starting my I think it's supposed to be junior year, but I took the semester off, so I'm still classified as a sophomore. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with that, as but as I get the degree, I think Simone Biles taught us that it's okay to take a break from things to work on your mental health. Yep. Because at first, like during the Olympics, everybody was like, "Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that?" But a lot of people haven't gone through these mental right. things that he was going through. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially with the challenges of being a professional athlete, like. There's challenges yeah, to that, so. it's challenges like especially with her, like the whole world was basically counting on her. Basically. You know what I'm saying? People like her, they got this whole big grand stage out on them. They got mm -hmm. a whole bunch of weight put on them. Sometimes it's too much. It's too much you need to take a step back and recuperate your mind and where you at in life. Yeah, so that's definitely I res I respect you for doing that, bro. Because a lot of people just want to keep on doing it, just yep. keep on going, just, keep on going, just drain them out, just drain, drain them out, out, be like damn why am i why am i doing this now i don't even have love for it but you gotta take breaks you gotta bro. take breaks you gotta take breaks bro yeah. for so for sure so on the show i like to get my guests to tell us your story from the beginning so what i want you to do is take us to the beginning where are you from and how did you grow up so i grew up here you know in fort worth crowley texas you know so the way I grew up, you know, I was very blessed to have two loving parents. Mm -hmm. You know, they love me dearly and I love them to the bottom of my heart. And thanks to them, it's been, you know, it's like, you know, it's life. It's been mm -hmm. a lot of ups and a lot of downs, mm -hmm. um, especially with a lot of passing from my close ones. And, you know, it's just, you know, dealing with track and school at the same time, especially for a student athlete, especially yeah. in the collegiate area. It's hard, you know. It's especially very hard. That's so many classes. On top of that, you got practices on top of 5 a.m. weight rooms it's, mm. it's a lot but and then hbcu and too then, right it's a lot That's of stuff a, going it's on it's a lot of stuff, a lot going, of stuff on. going on you got parties you mm -hmm. got fun you got everything going around campus and you're like it's so easy to get distracted it's, it's very so yeah so you know i went to let's see i went to jay hargrave went mm -hmm. to mary harris which is if y'all didn't know mary harris is now a what is it? It's a. It's like, isn't it like a little, uh, 
like a little oh, charter no it's a it's a middle school so basically oh okay yeah, so basically um when I when we was going, it was yeah. an intermediate. It was school. An intermediate school. And now they changed it to a middle school, which is baffling. It's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think crazy. It this year, the, the yeah, middle school. Yeah, it's now it's now turning into a middle school. Man, when I first went there, they had an all boys class and an all oh, girls class. <laughs> that's, that literally stopped right when y'all left. For real? Yep, that stopped right when y'all left. I at first, a lot of people was like, "That's weird," but I actually enjoyed it. Okay. I, I was in an all boys class, but you still got your rotation. So right. my rotation was the all boys, the all girls, and then the mixed class. Right. And like you get to go to PE, music, and stuff with them. They tried to they tried to make it somewhat like high school, but they didn't do a good job. Yeah, they yeah. didn't really do a good job. I think Summer Creek did a way better job than that. Yeah, definitely. You know, they actually had us moving instead of them guiding us and have the all had all the rooms kind of in that one area. Yeah. You know, the curtain. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. And so, let's see. Went to Mary Harris, Summer Creek. Mm-hmm. We graduated from North Crowley High School. And then, yep. now I'm at Langston University. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, with all that, like, what were some sports that you was into while you was growing up? So, you know, back in the day, you know, me and you, football, hard yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I play with the Longhorns. I played against you. Oh, really? I, I play. I play no, with the Longhorns. That was me, Zam, CJ, Nick. Nick. All yeah. Boys. All y'all was. was I was the only one with the Longhorns. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Hallmark. Let's see. Uh, basketball. I was in the basketball. Same basketball. Same team. basketball yep. team. <laughs> yep. We gonna get into a moment that was hilarious on that. that I would never forget. I feel like I know what moment. You're talking about. I don't want to bring it up <laughs> yeah. now, but I feel like I know exactly what moment you're talking about. I'm gonna, in our my bad moment. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you okay. what it is. All right. Um. So let's see. Basketball, baseball. I was playing baseball for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? I think that's it. Right. That's it. And then you know, track and field, of course. Right. Right. Um, so now we're going to get into something a little more serious. You lost your aunt at a young age, and you was close with your aunt and stuff. Yep. How did you use that to, like, turn that into motivation and make her proud? Well, when I first found out she died, it was literally right at that table right there. Mm-hmm. It was me and my family all huddled up. You know, we was all crying, and it, and it sucked for a good two months. Like, I, it was hard, especially for my sister. I think she was closer to her than I was, but mm-hmm. I was still very close with right. her. So. It was very devastating. It was very, very hit home for the family. And so basically what we all did, we all just, hey, just got around and said, hey, you know, we got to keep going because mm-hmm. that's what she wanted us to do. Right. Got to stay strong. Got to keep these grades up. Got to do what's best for us and for her, you know. And so that's what we've been doing ever since. And yeah. You know, again, a lot of ups and a lot of downs, but. We pushing through it and we doing better. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep on going with it. You gotta keep on going with it, man. That's something I lost a lot of family members too, man. And like my brother, for example, like mm, yeah, I heard that, that that hit me hard. That hit me hard, and a lot of people don't know this, but it hit me harder because I was upset with him when he passed, mm. and he called me the night before, and I didn't pick up. I ignored it. Damn, I ignored it, bro. So. That was like the next day I said I'm gonna call him. I'm, I'm gonna like when I hung, when I ignored it. I said I'm gonna call him the next day. It'll be good. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my homework and stuff, and I find out on Facebook, and I'm like, 
what? And I'm like, he. I found out he got shot on Facebook. So I'm like, okay, like, now call my brother and we're going through it and stuff. And then, like, I couldn't even do my homework no more. I'm like, nah, you too, I'm, too I'm, wrapped up. Yeah, I'm, I'm stressed out right now. And then I got news that he passed away and stuff. And that took me out for, like, some months, bro. Some months. And I just blamed myself for so long because I didn't pick up that phone. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That's why I tell people now, like, check up on your love. Check up on your people, yeah. man. Check up on your people, and life is too short to hold a grudge. Yep, is yep. is too short to Way hold a grudge. Short. You don't know what could happen the next day. Like you said, you was upset the one day, then all of a sudden you lost them the next. Day. Lost them the next day, man. Lost them the next day. So you just gotta be mature and work it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that'll yeah. be mature. Yeah, you gotta grow up, bro. Become a man. Become yeah for sure for sure now you said that you was blessed to grow up with two parents yep. most african americans don't get to grow up with their fathers no, they don't. but your father gary lane was a father but he was actually your coach too yep. so what all does it mean to you to have him in your life to teach you wisdom to become a man um it's very it's amazing actually you know you know with family you know you have those you know clashes those bumping heads all the time because of course you're family we all, right all gonna have that but you know to know that he's here he loves me he loves everybody you know it's a good feeling to have somebody that you can look up to besides you know somebody in your family that you can look up to right and not somebody like um like a like a what's it called like a um, a father figure yeah, like a yeah. father figure or somebody that you don't like a total stranger. Yeah, go and be like, you know, wow, I look up to him. No, I mm -hmm. don't have my dad. He's literally the, you know, the man yeah. that I strive to be better. Okay, uh, you right, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they hear you because yeah, you you right. speaking right now. You speaking. Right, I need them. You know, I need y'all to hear me preaching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just good having somebody like that to guide you to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. and, you know. He's my dad, you know, so any decision I do, he's going to support it. You know, he's right. going to give me advice, said, hey, maybe you shouldn't or should do this, but he's going to be there for me. So, right. You know, he's going to be there for me, his wife, my mom and my sister. Right. So, yeah, it just feels good to have him there. Always there. I would love to keep him around as long as I can. That's what's up. That's what's up. I did my research and I found out something that was interesting. So kids who goes fatherless or don't have father figures has the three percent well three times as most likely to get in jail by the age of 30 mm. than kids with a father or father figure mm. and when i looked that up i'm like man that's crazy because i always knew that that was true like i always knew but i wanted to get the research and like to prove it because a lot of times when i'm hearing stories they're like yeah like i didn't have a father growing up you know or my father wasn't there in my life my father passed or something like that and it's so much that a mother can do every kid need their father like yep. every kid need their father and a lot of people are like are so so strong in the head they be like oh i don't need nobody like you know you know what i'm saying like i'm yeah. good i don't need my dad like once they grow up, i don't need my dad right. but the thing is you do like you really do because i've been in the word i'm like your father is supposed to teach you all the things in life and wisdom of life right. like i've been reading uh i've been reading proverbs and first kings and you know david uh, he taught his son Solomon mm -hmm. 
mm. how to be wise and stuff like that. And like you need that so your your child can yeah. grow up and he can keep the generations yeah, going. There's only so much that your mom can teach you about right. being a man. You know, you actually need you actually need a man to be like sit you down and be like, hey. This is how the world is as right. a man, especially as an African American man. Exactly. This is how it is. This is how it is. This is how sometimes you have to be like this in order to push through these, you know, push through these hard times that's coming your way. Right. Because again, as a man, there's always going to be some very hard that you got to get through, and you gotta need get like through. a father figure or somebody right there as a man. As a to man. Tell you, hey, as a man, especially as a black African American man. You need to do this and be like this right to be able to make it through life mm -hmm. so yeah but i will say this if you didn't have your father your mama would have still got you right because yeah. she do she, not play no she, just, <laughs> no she does not i can she, tell you one thing about my mom she is all about her money and all about her business mm -hmm. yep so she will literally like it's, it's you, crazy how boy. much you realize how much my mom doesn't really need my dad, but she needs my dad. Mm -hmm. you know? So I just love how that dynamic works. I yeah. think that's how marriage should always work out. Even though I'm not married, but, you know, seeing them married and seeing the way they cooperate and, you know, it just makes it be like, hey, you know. They lay in the format for you, bro. Right. They, just they lay in the format. basically doing this and be like. Follow, follow these steps. Exactly, exactly, bro. Exactly. So, like, you got an advantage of that, yeah. bro. Because, like, me, like, I, yes, I know my father. Me and my father is like, we have a good relationship, but I didn't grow up with my father, you know. Like, uh, my, my mom and dad had a divorce. Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't get these, like, didn't get to see the everyday, like, steps how to be a dad. I mean, you know, yeah, be a dad or steps of, like, how to be a man and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, my mama was teaching me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but I did have father figures in my life though, so that's, that's what's good. up. That's as long as you is, and I keep trying to tell people, you know, it's okay, you know, to have one father figure, but you know, it's also good to have multiple father figures. Like yes, Coach Green, he's another yes. father figure. Like mm -hmm. some, like some things he also taught me how to, you know, mm -hmm. do this and do that. You know, so you know, it's good to have multiple father figures in your in your life. Right, for sure, for sure. Going back to when you said you played all these sports, you played football, you played basketball, you played baseball, you did track. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite growing up? Like at that moment as a kid, what was so, your favorite? At that moment as a kid, I would have to say basketball because mm. at the time I was, I wasn't. Ooh, I can't wait to get into this story. <laughs> <laughs> so as a kid, um, I can't, I didn't want to say that I was good because I, you know, I was average, mm -hmm. but I think the best thing I excelled at was defense. And, I love it. And I and when I tell you I loved playing I love defense, it. I love stealing the ball because I was, again, I'm- Cookies. Know, cookies every time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I like, tried to go one way, I'm there. Right. Especially since I'm quick on my feet. Yeah. I'm always fast on the court, so I'm just quick on your feet. People get, used to get so mad at me, be like, man, too quick. Yeah, you're too like, fast. Too fast, man. Yeah. Slow down. I'll be like, nah, nah. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> Gotta be quick. So, yeah, basketball was my was my favorite. Mm -hmm. And then, you have, and of course, it was track and field. Right. I was already fast and all that stuff. So, yeah. Man, basketball, I had to say that was my favorite too. But track and field, I hated it. I hate Gabriel yeah. can tell you. Yeah. I went to one practice and I did not did come, not come back. back. Did not, <laughs> when I tell you, did not come I was back. gone. Like, the next day, I was like, man, where's Jalen at? 
and now gone. He was gone. He was gone. gone. I didn't even finish the practice, man. Like we, I had ran five two hundreds, and they was like, yep. "Yeah, we got about four more." Nah, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> that was a that was a mean practice too. I man, it was I crazy. Think, no, because the next day Nick had came out. Yeah, the next day gone. Was there it was not there. <laughs> It's yeah. not for me, man. I play I play basketball. Like I don't have to I don't have to like, you know, be this much in shape for that. Like track is a different breed. Like, all you do is run, like run, run, run. Run, especially now it's harder because now you gotta work on your technique. Yes. Down to the science. Like it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But I do say I love I love doing it though. It's, right. Especially when they break it down, it's like a science. It's it's amazing. You know what's crazy is I actually like running now. Mm. Like when I worked yeah, I out, like running. I, I like wish you running. Liked it back then. I wish I liked it back then, bro. But like when I get done working out, I always run a mile. Mm. Sometimes I just be so excited to get to the mile. Like, I be right. like, man, let me just get this. Let me go ahead and get this weight out the way so I can get yeah, to the right. outside. Because weights suck. So yeah. When you're doing it consistently, it's. Bro, it my sucks. body hurts. <laughs> yeah, you my wake, you my body up. hurts. Oh, yes. Oh, bro. Every time I bend down, my knees crack. Yeah, everybody calling me old. I've been getting called old, but now I was like, and when I tell you, ever since I turned twenty, these little kids just think they the youngest hot motherfuckers out here. They calling me old. I'm over there coaching at Summer Creek, you know, because I'm coaching for the little kids and on my track team. Yeah, summer track team. They be, they be talking about some. You old? I'll be like, I'm only twenty. Yeah, I'm only twenty. I'm not old yet. I get that a lot. I get that a lot, man. Get that a lot. That's going into track. You went to North Crowley, and at North Crowley, you've been in a part of some really good four by one teams. Yeah. But that one team in 2020 that consisted of you, Christopher Taylor, Ontario Jones, and Devontae Kennedy. Yep. Y'all would have arguably won state that year, but your year got shortened COVID. because of COVID. Yep. You guys were running a 41 before yep. COVID hit. So what was so different about that squad? <sighs> I think that squad was very special because ever I, I don't know like if you could ask one of them right now and you could tell them hey what was so different about that squad COVID honestly yeah because <laughs> we knew because especially for me my family we knew COVID was coming mm-hmm. so you know we wanted to hit the ground rolling hard get these you know get these times down and right thank God we you know we had the time but COVID killed us yeah but what really made that squad so special was that i was on varsity my freshman year and that yeah. was what was that that was junior year that was so, yeah wait was that your yeah that was your that junior, was junior year, year. So that was your junior year i had already you know been running with them ever yeah. since i stepped on the squad mm-hmm. so it was just the bond you know that we had and you know i knew them outside of the track and outside of no crowd right so you know it was just a bond that we had and just you know the chemistry and then Trap, you know, trap. Yeah. Dra- Calvert. Uh, Braids, yep. Yep. He was on the four by two, you know, which was also top ranked. I think top was, ranked. Ooh, I think it was third in the U.S. Really? The yep, because then the four by one, we was it was fifth in the nation. And then the four by two, we was third in the nation. Yep. And that's the thing, like, COVID hit and y'all, y'all would have still been practicing. So y'all could have still got we faster. Did, we, kinda, we actually could have, like, the current record right now, at North Crowley is 40.7 and we did that my senior year a track well we yeah we did that at state when we went to state that year mm-hmm. and that team consists of Joe Reddick Nick, yeah and Emmanuel Ekong all them and you know 
that uh, to me, in my opinion, that squad was you know that squad is still special because of right. course this, that was the only squad that actually made it to state mm-hmm. in years. Yeah, years of North Cali. So of course that squad is gonna be special, but you know that other squad in twenty twenty. That was the squad. Would have been different. Like that was a squad. We was, by the time so the first meet it was at Duncanville. We ran forty one point three around there. And I think I think it was forty one point. Yeah, yeah four, three forty one point six. I yeah, think it was like that. There. And we were predicted to actually run forty point three. Really we predicted to run forty point three that year. Man. Yeah, we was that's predicting. crazy because I remember y'all was getting posted. Oh, they was writing articles about y'all. I'm like, yo, I look on social media. I'm like, oh man, they talking about us. Then overtime post, did yep, overtime it was, it post, was overtime, and I think it was another page. I I don't remember, but it was another page. But yeah, yeah who was out there? That it's day, crazy man. in high school too. Yep. In high school, you see, man, my experience at North Crowley was. Was not that good for for sports, you know. What yeah, I mean, we always got basketball. Basketball yeah. will always be good, but other than that, in track, I mean, football was just nah, awful. Yeah, awful. When I was there, we didn't make playoffs now one year. And as soon as I graduate, they make playoffs. They made playoffs, yep. and they've been to playoffs ever. I'm like, bro, come on, man. It's, it's actually crazy how he turned that program around. He really did. He really did. It really was about the attitude. Yeah. Like a whole different attitude. Yeah. You could honestly tell on the football field. Yes. You could tell, be like, okay, this is a whole new squad. And mm-hmm. I can see in their faces and the way they play. They want to play. Yeah, they wanted to win. They want to play. You can tell that, hey, you know, I know we don't got the best talent, but we are hungry. We've mm-hmm. been losing for too long. It's time to actually start winning. And they proved that. Right. They, they proved it. A lot of them, when I was there, wanted to play for themselves. Like, yeah. Just as long as I get my scholarship, as long I'm as good. I get the money is okay. Yeah. The exposure is okay, but you could tell that they was playing as a team. Yeah. You know, so thanks it's to the crazy. coaches, Courtney Allen, all them. Yeah. yeah they the up there. Around. They now, up there. Now they in playoffs. I think they're. Yeah. They projected this season, they're ranked, I think, eighth, ninth in the state projected. Really? Yeah, I can pull it up. I can show you. Man. Yeah, it's crazy. Every time I look on Facebook or something, I see that somebody else get offered. Yeah. And not only are they getting offered, they getting offered from, from D1 like, schools. Like, like, yeah, they getting exposure like uh, Samaje. Yeah. LSU. Yeah. LSU in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, schools from Miami. You know, Miami Yes, University, Miami. Uh, Cal, mm-hmm. Florida, Texas A&M, all them. Yeah. All these big schools. And I'm like, man, turn this whole Turn it around. all the way around. Now people want to come to North Crowley to play football. Come to North Crowley, be like, hey, I kind of want this exposure. You know, I need to get out there. You know, and in the long run, you know, I think it's going to be good, you know. Yeah. Um, the school itself. Yeah, definitely. Brings more money, more revenue. They got a whole new stadium now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. So it's, it's crazy. Perfect. It's crazy. Now, what I've been waiting for, we finna get into the My Bad segment. <laughs> so, if you don't know what this is, the My Bad segment is basically a segment where you tell us a situation where you feel bad, where you did something that you feel bad for. <laughs> Like, it could have been to somebody, to something, whatever. And basically, like, in this segment, like, if somebody, if you did something and somebody don't know you did it, you can say it or whatever you just feel bad about. 
So you get yours and I already got mine. So <laughs> one time we was at a basketball tournament. I think this is when he, I think this is about two years when he left. We was at a basketball tournament and it was about 50 seconds on the clock. We had already won the game. Uh-huh. Right? And I remember, <laughs> oh, my God, I remember Coach Green. He literally said this. Do not take stupid shots. Yep. That's exactly what he said. Yep. So guess what my dumbass did? I got the ball. And at this point, I couldn't shoot. I couldn't shoot nothing. When I tell you my jumper was hot garbage, it was bad. So I literally got the ball. And about the elbow of the three-point line, I <laughs> And when I tell you, it hit nothing but backboard. It literally hit the other side of the backboard. And the next play, he called timeout, set my ass on the bench, did not play. <laughs> That was a whole my bad moment. When I tell you that was embarrassing, yeah, I think that was one of my my bad moments. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. My bad segment for him is when I was playing. And first of all, when I was playing, we were small. Our starting yeah. center, who was him. Yep, he was big. He was big, he was but big. he wasn't there that day. So I think I was oh, starting as a center. Like, I was taller than everybody. <laughs> So I win a tip, right? Gabriel gets it. One dribble in, suits it. <laughs> Airball. His oh dad caught the God. quickest time out. Time out. <laughs> Gabriel, what the? What are you doing? Don't you ever t- sit down. <laughs> like, oh, that joke was so funny, man. Like, oh it was God. so How funny. How long ago was that? Man, that had. Oh my God. How old am I right now? I'm 21. That had to be like when I was like 9, 10, 8, 9, 10, one of them. And that was when we had the switch around purple and white. Yes. Oh, yes. That team. Oh, that team was special too. Yeah, because that's when DJ was hooping yeah, with us. DJ, we had yeah. DJ, DJ Nick. Nick, CJ, Sam. Yeah. Um, that's all I remember. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. Was, that whole team was special. Though. Yeah. And now all of them taller than me. I'm like, oh, man. I'm, when I tell you I'm literally the shortest, <laughs> I'm the shortest now. Like I was already He was already, the, already shortest. the shortest. But now you can tell like Zam is six five. Nick is damn near six six. Jay um Jalen, how tall are you? You like I'm like five ten, five nine. Uh CJ. CJ six, six foot. foot. Six foot, man. What? <laughs> and he was the shortest one. And he was one of mine, man. We, <laughs> we was the shortest ones. And now he's six foot playing at Houston. Yes. Man. It's it's crazy. Man, it's crazy. He's going D one too. He's going it's D one. He's crazy. going D one. Man, that was a good my back segment. Yeah, that was good. That was a good my back segment. Now, back into the you know, the juicy stuff for the podcast. Both of your parents went to Langston. Yes. Yes, they did. Alumni. Was there ever even a thought that you could go anywhere else? Yes. Really? I, when I tell you, before before I had a scholarship from Langston, I was like, Langston is the last option. Because I always knew, you know, with my parents going there, I'm like, Langston is so easy. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to take the easy route. Mm. So unless they offer me, I was like, Langston is just the last resort. Mm-hmm. So I'm applying to all these colleges, you know, and what was one? What was that one college? Um, West Point. Okay. New York. I got an offer from them. I was like, yeah, going to West Point. I know I'm gonna have to serve my time in the army, all that stuff. But that's like six months, and I'll already be, you know, ranked, ranked. I'll be already be what is it? An officer, mm-hmm. a rank officer. So you know that comes with benefits and all that stuff. I was ready, you know, but unfortunately. I fucked up my SAT and I didn't have the right scores. Yeah, and so them SAT was hard. Yeah, man. I hated it. 
I read the I'm not a tester. And when it came to those tests, yeah, I couldn't do it. SAT just sucks all around. Like, and so, let's see. I had more more offers from Ottawa. That's a school in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Um, And more, you know, more schools I was going to and all that stuff, talking to coaches. But then Langston had offered me because, of Game course, over. Of course, my parents knew the fucking coach. You know? <laughs> uh, my dad, he was coached by the coach that coaches me now, Coach Hilliard. Wow. Crazy. He's been there for ages. Um, and so they offered me. And I was like, well, Langston's on the table. But at the time, I'm thinking, still a last option. Right. I have to be for sure that, you know, it's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And then as the year started coming down to the, you know, I was like, and plus, they were offering me way more money than all these other schools. So I was Shoot, like, I need that money. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> going to right. Going to Langston. I told them, hey, I want to commit. I want to go to Langston. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. So it's now and ever. It's just been going up from there. Man, that's crazy. And when you was at Langston, March 29th, 2022, you were named the SAC Track and Field oh. Athlete of the Week. When you got that award, what was the first thing going through your mind? All those, all those times where I was in my bed, not wanting to go to practice, mm-hmm. not wanting to wake up. It was all worth it, honestly. Right. And I just looked on the Facebook page of LU Sports. I'm like, wow. Like, so when I found out, I was just scrolling on Instagram in my dorm room. I'm like, you know, because it's Saturday. I'm just. Yeah. My fault. It was Sunday. I'm scrolling and football. I'm watching the Chiefs play. Oh. All the- <laughs> Don't get me started with that. Here you go with that. Anyway, so I'm scrolling watching the game and I get, you know, somebody tags me and they're like, oh my God, gay. Look, I was so proud of you. I'm like, what did I do? That was so special. <laughs> I'm, I go look. I'm an SEC or SAC track athlete, uh, a track and field athlete of the week. I'm like, yeah. What? Yeah. I did that. You did that. Like, so, you know, it was a, it's, of course, getting those kind of honors is amazing. You know? It's a blessing, bro. It just shows you how much time and effort, and especially with the year I had, mm-hmm. it was just, it was amazing. It's a blessing, bro, for real. That's dope. That's dope. I got to give you some. I remember I posted yep. it too. Yep. <laughs> I yep. posted it too, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. But now we're finna get into something serious. April 24th, 2022, you lost your friend, Rosard Ginyard. And that was somebody that looked up to you. You know, we were talking about father figures. I know he didn't look at you as a father figure, but that's somebody that looked up to you. Like, when that, what all did that do to your mental? So, a little bit of background story. So, when I first met Shard, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not like him. I didn't. I didn't like him. You know, it. He was always hyper. Has so much energy. But on the th- track. that's how they always start. That's how the that's friendships how always, always, always start. You, you know. But then I think during that year, especially when I first met him, he was he kind of rubbed off on me. He kind of rubbed off on me because I saw mm-hmm. how, you know, because at the time, you know, I'm not gonna lie, and he knew. He also knew he wasn't that good at the sport. He wasn't that mm-hmm. good at track or. You know, he needed somebody to be like, hey, I need you to guide me and teach me these things because I don't know it. Mm. And so me being me, the type of person I am, I'm like, you know what? I might not like him, but he has a path. He has a he's he's trying. Yeah, he's trying. So I might as well just help him. Right. Mm -hmm. And so ever since then, it's 
we just kept getting connected. We're in practice. Mm. We joking around practice. Right. We at each other's houses. We hanging out all of a sudden. Like we just started getting that close bond that you thought we would be brothers. Yeah. Like especially now, I looked at to him as a little brother I never had. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, you know, and what that did to my mental when he was gone, it it sucked. I remember the night. It was three a.m. Literally three a.m. I'm. I don't know what I was doing, but for some reason I was up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I get a text from my dad. He said, okay, I'm sorry to tell you, but Rashard has passed away. Mm-hmm. And at first I didn't believe it. I really didn't. I was like, there's no way. Right. right? There's there's no way, right? Right. Because, you know, I never, of course it was my aunt, but mm-hmm. I never had somebody as close as that. Like that. Like that actually go. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way. So I go on Instagram. They post. I'm like. You see all the posts. That's like confirmation. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. what the hell like why mm-hmm. why so and from that day point all the way up it just you know it, he's always playing in my mind be like mm-hmm. wow these good times mm-hmm. you know I know he's looking down on me and everybody who he's touched cause Shard he was he was just somebody that you can be yourself around like he mm-hmm. You know, he was always goofy, always somebody to laugh and joke with. Right. Also take things serious, talk about life, talk about anything that you want, because that's just the type of person he was. You know? mm-hmm. And he touched a lot of people, especially me, you know, especially on the track team. We all consider him as, you know, the little brother. Right. So, yeah, when he was when he passed, it sucked for a long time. I mm-hmm. didn't stop crying about it till sometime. I think the last time I cried about him was it wasn't too long ago. It it wasn't too long ago. Some had mm-hmm. some I clicked in my some mind. click some reminded anniversary me of, of it yeah. and stuff like oh yeah because I was remember we was watching Creed three. That's we was watching movie. Creed three when uh, Creed's mom died. And uh, when I tell you they that did, scene did yeah hit. that funeral scene was yeah. too real and I started yeah. breaking down. I broke down. I was like. That that scene, you know what broke me down, bro? All American. Yeah. Because in the newest season, spoiler alert, if you ain't seen it, go off this podcast, watch it, and come back. But when Coach Baker died, and the way he like how he died, and Spencer didn't pick up the phone. Yeah. He ignored it. I'm like, yeah, bro, that hit home for you. That hit that home for me like yeah. so hard because like when he ignored it, like. He looked at it and ignored it. I did the same. I looked at it, but I let it ring. Like, I looked at it and let it ring. And then he passed the same day, but my brother passed the next day. And I'm like, I was the type of person like, man, I could have changed that. You know, if if I would have picked up that phone. And now, like, I still have my times where I'd be like, I wish I could have that that time back just so I could have a conversation. But I learned to forgive myself and then, you know, try to move on with it and use it as motive like make him proud you know what i'm saying and it's okay to cry like a lot of guys need to realize that it is okay to cry because a lot of times we just be like man i'm a man if i cry that makes me weak right i can suck it up i can keep going but yeah sometimes you gotta cry for so long it just slowly creeps back on you and all of a sudden you just yeah i use it unhealthy so unhealthy to your heart and to your mental yes you think you know, when something's really, like something bad happens, you don't know how to deal with it because you've been holding on and holding in all this anger and this frustration, all this. Right. How do I handle all this? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you know what's crazy? When 
So before Shar died, mm-hmm. around October-ish, you know, I was down. When I tell you I was down, depressed, I had, you know, you heard I had went to went to jail and shit for mm-hmm. having marijuana in my car. You know, it was it was bad. All mm-hmm. this, you know, they had to my parents had to go off come off of so much money just to get me out. Yeah. And it sucked and I know my sister also felt some type of way. So Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. And that and when he had died, I remember because, you know, again I had become I've been trying to get myself back, you know, in the track and all of a sudden he dies. I'm like damn yeah what kind of example he looked up to me what kind of example did i set for my first my first semester going to college mm-hmm. i go to jail what kind of what what kind of what kind of brother what kind of big brother am i if mm-hmm. he sees me in jail and behind bars or some shit like that yeah so and that really hit home because it's like to me i failed him like mm-hmm. he looked up to me and i failed him and so ever since then, i'm like nah can't fail him can't yeah fail him no more so mm-hmm yeah, that's I know that feeling that you said that you failed him, but what I will say is you didn't fail him. Nah. Because what you did probably meant so much to him that you took the initiative to help him and put the extra work. Yeah. You became a brother that he probably never had or wanted to have. And you did all that for him. And like, yes, you made your mistakes. We all make mistakes. I made mistakes. But that's how you grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't grow if you don't make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? But you made your mistakes and now you're growing. So now you know, like, you put that chip on your shoulder, like, this is for him. Yep. This and is also, for him. And also for my aunt. You know? Yes. Yes. You got to use. The, I uh, had a uh, podcast with Justin Fowler. He plays, he, well, he did play with Alabama. He played in the NFL a few years. And he was saying when his brother died at a young age, you know, it like after he healed and stuff it motivated him to like do it for him so not only but you got to do it for yourself too like if you don't do it for yourself too like that you got to do stuff for yourself and for the people that you lost so like that keeps you going that keeps you going and motivates you and stuff like that so yeah i know that's a a tough topic to speak on and stuff like that some people don't feel they don't feel like it's comfortable talking about a loved one that you know has passed on some people don't some people aren't really mentally and physically strong enough for that mm-hmm. so you know i'm just glad that i've you been got, there and i've yeah. been going through it you know just pushing on just mm-hmm. pushing trying to get through life trying to be better for me and the people around me so right right i'll be watching the pivot podcast and that's one of my favorite podcasts that i watch and channing and he's one of the funniest guys on the show. Funniest guys ever, really. He's hilarious. He was saying the funniest guy in the room is the one that you need to check on. Yeah. Because that's just easy for them being funny. But when they're alone, they're going through something. Yeah, it starts getting hard. It, it starts, gets hard. It starts sitting in the dark and be like contemplating life. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you sometimes, again, check up on your loved ones. Check mm-hmm. up on the people around you because you don't know what has happened, what they're going through. Right. So, you know, that's why I'm always trying to be like, hey, especially, you know, for people like CJ, these people, CJ yeah. and Nick, speaking of Nick, I hooped with him Saturday. This for real? Last Saturday. Him. Um, oh, that's where you was yeah. when you posted on your, okay. Yeah, I was there hooping in the basketball tournament. So, like, Nick, um, CJ, Zam, all mm-hmm. them, I'm like, hey, 
how y'all been what yeah like, mental check-in check on y'all because i know i try to test their big head cells they be cj harley CJ respond cj is hard <laughs> hard to get get around but once you talk to him yeah you know. he'll be i gotta see him because man like yeah i know cj I was right here now i'm gonna have to be looking up to him a little bit i got a whole picture me and him at the tcu game for his sister you know his sister Nooney used to yes he used to hoop yeah we used to be at her games and we used to Oh my god, it used to be so fun. We yes. Had with the horn frog. Yes. Right there. Yes. Crazy. It's crazy, man. Those times mean a lot. But I say all that to ask you now. How are you doing mentally right now? I'm doing good, you know, so still trying to again, you always have your nights and your days where you're like, Man, I don't feel like getting up or I don't feel like doing this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got sometimes you gotta take a deep breath pray you know all that stuff and be like hey this is what you got to do in order to get to where you want to be and so you just gotta get up put your shoes on put your stuff on and be like let's go to work let's work let's work you know so you got you got things to do you got places you gotta be places you need to do in Mm -hmm. order to get to where you want to be at in life facts and so you know again sometimes you have those nights and days where you're like don't feel like doing it don't want to do do it. it Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. No, it's just too much right now. I can't, can't do it. And right. know, again, it's okay to take breaks, but you know, don't make those breaks a habit. Mm. You know, That's wrong. Those habits start turning into you know, all the time. Like, yeah. All of a sudden, you don't do nothing for a whole week. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, what did I do wrong? You're not consistent. You're not consistent. You're not consistent. You got to keep at it. That way, you got to you know, be consistent in I life. Tell people, you know, a week of consistency will be so life-changing yeah just one week i have to do one week seven days of consistency and you will be safe mm-hmm. just seven days seven days of you getting up you work out you mm-hmm. go to work you do your school work you study you do all these tests you do all this stuff for just seven days you think the next week is easy it's easy you installed you installed that into your whole process it's like in your hard drive now you basically just be like okay my body now all of a sudden you don't even have to set your alarm no more yeah because your body just naturally be like time to get up time to get up time to get my stomach be hurting like that's that's what it is for me like my stomach will like get to rumbling and stuff like yep time to get up like especially at school you know because coach Hitler make us do 5 a.m weights (laughs) yeah fucking sucks when i tell you it (laughs) sucks for the first week it sucks because you're like damn i'm waking up at 5 a.m yeah but then all of a sudden even on even on weekends, you just naturally wake up at five a.m. and be like, Ugh. "Yeah," and you just can't go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. So you know, again, just those seven days waking up, doing what you got to do, going to bed on time, you'll be set for mm-hmm. one week. Will set you up for a whole year. Yeah, I be trying to tell people like, there's these seven days are the times you know it's the hardest, but it's the easiest. It gets so much easier. It gets harder before it gets easier. Mm. So. You know, I just try and tell people, just stay consistent, stay motivated. You know, when you like motivation, read the Bible. Mm. Read, read the Bible. And it's crazy. I know I'm talking about the Bible, even though me personally, I don't read the Bible as much as I should. Mm-hmm. But when Shar died, I got closer, started reading the Bible. And I'd be trying to tell people, there's a lot of stuff in that Bible that you can learn from. Like everything, everything, everything. Like, say they like all your answers in the Bible. I don't know all the answers. Right. So sometimes you'd be like, gotta read. I gotta, you gotta read. Gotta read it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't understand it. 
and that's when you know you gotta take out your you gotta be like do your your translations and stuff like yes bro yes i be telling people hey pray and read the bible because there's so much things like i have to be trying to tell people love god time and patience will heal you Mm. take you so far it'll take you so far in life Mm -hmm. especially it will teach you know teach the people around you you know Mm -hmm. because you again to me i think the way people give off energy yeah you can literally give off so much energy by your actions Mm. so let's say i'm out you know i'm out with a smile you know having a good day that energy can be put off like somebody oh somebody feel yes they can feel that positive energy be like today's gonna be a good day day. you know so Mm -hmm. that's why i'm trying to tell you you know i don't don't come around here spreading negativity don't Mm-mm. like because you're gonna make me you're gonna make right, me gonna, negative i don't keep all that negative stuff right, over there keep that over there like yeah. if you want to be negative fine do you but don't bring here, it around here don't, don't bring it towards me because i'm trying to trying to keep it up i'm trying to do this and mm-hmm. I, the only way i can do it is stay positive like facts gotta keep going you can't the people that are negative are stuck in the past and the people mm. who are positive are looking towards and living in the present so boy you preaching today yeah it's crazy I, it's, so, it's so much i learned within it's like within this year mm-hmm. 2020 2021 it's like the year 2021 2020 2022 and 2023 i've mm. learned so much about me and god it's yeah it's crazy like yeah. man i'm glad you said that because i've been going deeper into it for a while too like for some years too but i took it deeper like I've always been deep into it, but now I took it deeper. Now every day I'm journaling. Yep. I journal about my day and stuff, right? Then I do my Bible plan. Mm-hmm. I got a Bible plan. My favorite one I did was a season of waiting because I felt like I was in a season of waiting. I felt like if I just be patient, wait, things would go right. Yep. So that was about the story of Joseph. So that one, I love that one. And now I'm, I'm doing peace because all I wanted is to get at peace so i did that i did the um the the journal the waiting and stuff and the stuff like that and then overall it got me into peace so now i just be telling people i'm trying to maintain that peace yeah if you can't add on to my peace if you disrupting my peace you got to go you got to go and like you give off that type of energy you be like all yeah. of a sudden you negative about stuff be like I was yeah. not like this when you I was not like life. that yeah I wasn't like that you need to go like, you, you got to, to go either you change your mindset or you go right so you know it's just it's just like that and that's just life like yeah of course there's people gonna come in trying to be negative about things mm-hmm. you know, people trying to disrupt you you know your positivity but it's up to you to be like <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you to be like hey you disrupted my peace right you either have to change or you gotta go and you know what's crazy i pray whoever's supposed to be in my life let them stay whoever not supposed to be in my life let them go you know how many people left bro (laughs) it's crazy that i tell people if you make that prayer you better be prepared for what's gonna come yeah you better be prepared it's so crazy it's so crazy how god works in so many mysterious ways i have two instances you might go ahead man go ahead one instance was when my fall semester before I took the semester off, mm-hmm. I was so obsessed with this one girl. Mm. So I was so obsessed with her. It was crazy. I was obsessed with her. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, when I tell y'all, it's crazy. I was obsessed. <laughs> right. So I was like, you know what? If she's supposed to be in here, she's gonna stay. She's gonna stay. If she's not supposed to be in here. God will take her away. 
Mm. The next, when I tell you the next week, we stop talking like she's gone. Going. Like, we just stop talking, and I'm like, the fuck that's, that's, that's my answer. It's my answer. Well, there you go. She's not supposed to be mm. so. And ever since I let her go, I've been gradually building myself up. Right. And then another instance where, my guy, when I tell you, so when I took the semester off, it's because I had a debt, $10,000. I had a $10,000 debt. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, man, I got to work, pay this debt off. Right. So around January, February, March, April-ish? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, April-ish. It was around April. Around the middle of April, and I, I see some. I'm in Quincy, right? It's the middle of the night because I had just got off of work. I had worked at a warehouse, had worked overnight, so it's in, it's in the middle of the night. Three homeless people at Quincy on the on the um in front of the door. I'm like, I have the money, so might as well do. Might as well. Might as well do some good for them. So I buy them a hot dog and a drink. Told them, God bless. Mm. And then the next day, I get an email saying. Hello, Langston students. We have cleared your bills. That's so crazy. That, man, that's $10,000 gone. I didn't have to pay the debt no more. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> that's I was God. Like, there's no way. I'm like, yeah, there you go. There's another answer. That's mm-hmm. God. Be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Got you. Just yeah. keep doing, just keep, just keep going forward. And I got you. I, I got you. Right. So, and that's when I was like, to receive a blessing, you have to you gotta give. So you got that, and that's how ties work. Yep. That is how ties work. And like yep. you gotta give to receive, man. Yep. You gotta give to receive. And like what I tell people now, because a lot of people have been coming. I'm not gonna say a lot. People have been coming to me for like advice and stuff like that. And like they see my journey and they want to like they want to get on the same path. Yep. I'm like, bro, you gotta want it, and you gotta want wisdom. Like that's something that you need. You need wisdom in life. And you need knowledge. Yeah. Like, you got to get all that. And, like, my formula is wisdom times knowledge equals peace. That is a formula. That's a good formula. That's, good. A, that's wisdom times knowledge, time knowledge equals, equals peace. peace, bro. That's good. That, the, I've never heard that before. That's good. It's good, bro. Like, for my birthday, my mama asked, and I'll, I'll tell y'all, I'm not making this up. My mama asked, what do you want for your birthday? I said, all I want is wisdom, knowledge, and peace. That's all I wanted. I didn't ask for nothing. Don't get me no clothes. Don't get me no phone. Don't give me nothing. I just want wisdom, knowledge, and peace. And I took that upon myself to get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And what uh, Proverbs, that's a good book to read. That's a good book to read in the Bible because that's what it's about. It's like how David, you know, was wise and he taught his son how to be wise and stuff like that. So I just been in that and like, man, like ever since I did that, man, it's like now I'm getting prayers answered that I prayed years ago. Like doors start opening for my career and I can't wait to break that out to y'all. Stuff starts running, start going into, yes, falling into place. Yes, man, like I'm getting opportunities now that that I wanted back then when I first started my career. But I'm like, God told me, like, you're not in that right place yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, after I got out of my little depressive stage or whatever, I'm like, okay, I see. Yeah. I see. So then I said, let me be patient. <laughs> Let's make sure it's <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it was I saw like, that red. I saw yeah, that red. I was red. like, make sure it's still on. It's still on. We see red, we good. I said, let me. And let me. First of all, you said that, man, it was another podcast I had with my uh, guy, JT. 
and like we spreading the word and everything. Like, everything. Yeah, they didn't record that thing. No, it was recorded. It was oh. like a virtual one. Oh, okay. As soon as we got done, I'm for the press in. It just goes down. Like the whole website just goes down. The devil is mad when you when you speaking, man. Like the yeah, devil will try to tear you down. Yeah. The devil will try to tear you down. But uh, back to what I was saying, like peace. I mean, not peace. Patience. Yep. I said, okay. I get the wisdom part. I'm getting the knowledge. Now let me just work on my patience. Because a lot of people want stuff done right then. And I was that type of person. Like, yeah. Man, I want it now. I yeah. want it now. I want to be solid reporting now. You know what yep. I'm saying? So then, like, I'm, I tell people, I did three years behind the camera. I got tired of being behind the camera. But I had to learn it. Then it's my turn to be in front of the camera. Now I'm killing it in front of the camera. Now I got the podcast going. Yep. And now I got other opportunities. I'm going to start when school starts. So I'm like, man, like everything is a process. And I fought so hard for this. But everything happens for, for a reason. reason. Yep. Everything yes, happens for a reason, yes. bro. And you just got to sit there and be like, trust I me, trust man. you. Yep. Every day in my journal, bro, the last sentence is, I love and trust you, Lord. That's how I end off my journal. Yep. Cause as soon as you don't trust them, it's like, it's nothing without trust. Yeah. It's nothing without trust. That's what God, that's what life, that's, you got to trust the process. You yeah. got to trust really it. You got to trust that journey. You got to trust the journey. It's a journey. Because then once you make it, you'll be like, especially, like, especially, like, let's say if it's handed to you now. Yeah. You wouldn't like it as much as if, you know, you're trying you to work, work for, for it. it. You crawl, you blood sweat and tears and you learn and that's why i love sports that's why i love athletics so much mm -hmm. it teaches you so much about life be like yeah you gotta work you gotta do this yeah in order to be good at that mm -hmm. like you have to you have to do blocks every day you have to yeah. run up these hills every day you have you to gotta wake up miles. in the morning you gotta wake up 5 a.m do these weights yeah you have to do all this if you want to win yeah and so that's that's why i love track so much especially track and field because mm. it all depends on you it don't depend on the team yes it's you have a team you know four by one four by four all that mm -hmm. stuff but like in individual events like the 100 200, 200 laundry, 400 yeah. all that stuff that depends on you and what mm. you put into it mm -hmm. and there's one thing my coach says it says in track and field what you put into it you will get, get out, out of it, it. Mm. and you will get so much more out of it mm. and i not and i learned that my first semester my first my freshman year first semester i didn't when i tell you i didn't put i put little to nothing in that semester didn't get nothing out of it right didn't get nothing out and thank thank god i literally i literally came back the next semester and grinded i literally days of staying up all night doing my work doing push-ups when i wasn't supposed to yep. sit-ups all that stuff and National, national, um, all American. Yeah, all American. It's crazy. that's what's up. That's what's up. Speaking yeah. of track, we went on a good little rampage on the word, but I love that though. Yeah, and I'm not rushing it. You know, the world need to yeah. hear that. Yep. You can't. can't rush, you can't, can't rush, rush it. Like you can't oh. rush it. You take your time and speak what's God putting on your mind. Yep. So now you said something about track. Now you're coaching track. This summer you was coaching track yep. with the Fort Worth Flyers. Y'all practice at Summer Creek. Yep. What all can you learn from that and apply to yourself? Um, patience. Mm. Patience. Like with little kids. You got to be patient with them. You got to be patient with them. Like sometimes their attention span is this small. Yeah. Attention span is this small. The one little thing, let's say a butterfly comes there, they all of a sudden they chasing are. the belly. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. It's supposed to be out here running. Right. So it really teaches you how to be patient with 
kids and other people and yourself, especially with yourself. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you want to be like, ooh, got to slap him. <laughs> like, like, man, I be want to do my little brother like that, yeah. man. So I know. Yeah, sometimes you just want to slap him upside the head be like, come on, man. <laughs> but you got to take a... Yeah. Go. Let's go. Those deep, like those breaks, them deep press, it does a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, coaching them is it's it's fun. Yeah, you know, it's it's honestly fun, and I love I really like doing it, especially when it's with the, you know, um, especially with high schoolers. Yeah, you know, like sophomores and juniors who are, you know, they've been running for a little they, minute. Yeah, for a, minute, for a little minute, <laughs> and so you know they've been running for a little while. You know, ain't no wrong with you know because. Of course, they're going to try and look up to me because I'm a college athlete. Yeah. And so I've been in their shoes. I've been where they at. I know what it takes to get to that next level. Right. And so, yeah, it's good telling them, hey, do this. That way, you know, it could be applied to this. Or mm-hmm. the little drills, you know, because, again, break it literally breaks down to a science once you get to that those higher levels. Yeah. And especially the Olympic and professional levels. Man. They really break it down to a science. Because mm-hmm. all it takes, because again, I had one track meet where I missed, I missed on um, the next round by one thousandth of a second, not a tenth, not a hundred, but one thousandth of a second. You can't even blink that fast. You- <laughs> right. And it's they do it so close because of course it's it's a lot of us, especially yeah. at the higher level. It's a lot of us, right? And so every every tenth, every hundred, every thousand, every ten thousand, mm-hmm. it it plays it. So the little things, the little things matter. And that's, again, that's why I love track so much. Yeah. Because the little things matter. Like, mm. you take one, like, let's say I'm coming out the blocks. Somebody is a step ahead of you. One step, that's a second. Yeah. That's a second. And so that second, that second can be the difference between first and eighth in many cases. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, especially in the higher levels, that one second, you know, you have 10, let's say 10 two. And then you have 10-3. And that's eight right there. Right. And it's, it's crazy, sir. It's the little things that actually matter. Between yeah. you being average and you being the best. Being great. That's crazy. Now, your dad also coaches on that team. Yep, which he's right here. <laughs> so when they say Coach Lane, are they looking at you? No. <laughs> your dad? No. No. What, do, call, what do they call they you? They call me Coach Gabe. They call him Coach G. Okay. They, yep, they call him Coach G and they call me Coach Gabe. We don't... Not the last name. Because so, <laughs> then we're going to be confused and it's going to be like, who's Coach Lane? Who's yeah. Like, no, it's not me. Okay. Coach Gabe, Coach G. Got you. Yep. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So now going into our last thing, you know, we were talking about Olympics for a little bit. Well, you were talking about Olympics. Mm-hmm. Who are some people that we should look out for? Because I know you'd be watching, you know, the Olympics. <sighs> so I'm not going to lie to you. For the male side, mm-hmm. Noah Lyles. I was just gonna say him. Um, What's the nine, the nineteen year old that he be running against in the two hundred? Uh, Arian Knighton. Arian, that's his name. Watch out for him. I was watching him the other night. Only nineteen. He's only nineteen. He's only nineteen, and his fastest is a nineteen four, which is this is crazy. One of the top times ever. That's crazy. Ever. Man. You're nineteen. You're nineteen. You're one of the top times ever recorded, and that's crazy. And it's scary. It's sometimes it's scary because some people they. They burn out by then. Mm-hmm. You know, with him being so young, running this fast, sometimes you can't even go that. You can't even go no more fast. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, so. But I really wanted to see him actually get faster. 
Now I do think Noah Lyles is going to break that 200 meter record. I yeah. do, I do see it happening. But after that, <laughs> it's going to be Area Nine if he if he can do it. Yeah. So yeah. So then we have um, Raj Benjamin, mm-hmm. uh, 400 meter hurler, or uh, he's something to do with 400. I I forgot. But yeah, I got to look out for him. And then on the girls' side, Shakari Shakari Richardson. Shakari Shakari Richardson. Now I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not gonna. When I tell y'all, I I don't hate. Now, at first, I wasn't hating, but I felt like Shakari Richardson, she just wasn't there. She just mm. wasn't there, you know. Especially last year at Worlds, not at Worlds, but last year at USATF, mm-hmm. she wasn't there. Yeah, you know. So, but now she done got in the gym. She done put working out. on. She's there. She's working. So, yeah, she's Shikari there. Shakari Richardson now. Um, Elaine Thomas. She's from, I, said, uh, I said Elaine Thomas. Um, Thompson, uh, is that what it is? It's from her. Jamaica? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know you're talking about. <sighs> Elaine. Thomas, though. Uh, I don't even have my phone on it, uh, but I Shereka know. Jackson. There you go. Shereka oh. Jackson. She just ran 10-6. One of the top times ever. So, yeah. I like I like Sydney, uh, Sydney McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Yep. 48 in the 400. Nice. Yep. Gabby Thomas. Gabby Thomas. Yep. Gabby Ran Thomas. Nice. six in the 200. Look out for her. Yeah. yeah. I was just watching the track that was on last week on the TV. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're moving. Yeah. They're no, they're, they're they're moving again. That, and that's what it takes to actually get to that next level. You gotta keep at it. And right. That, and especially people like. Masai Russell, y'all. y'all yes. Y'all hear this from me? She's from Kentucky. That girl is beautiful. I didn't say <laughs> that girl is beautiful. <laughs> that girl is beautiful. <laughs> that girl is beautiful. I would not tell you. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. That boy almost had a stroke over here. Ooh, that girl is beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Masai Russell, she again, she just came out of Kentucky. Yeah. So she's fresh. So. You know, watch out for her in the next two, three, four years. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I can't wait. I can't, I cannot wait. And Man. if God, if God is like, hey, it's your time. Professional. It's I'm your time. Y'all probably gonna see me on the TV. It's your and time. Again, I and again, I kind of want to be on TV, not for you know the exposure. Yeah. But like you know, for the career choice, because mm-hmm. I want to be you know a sports commentator for track yeah. and field, all so, that stuff. So Gabe wants to do that too. So yep. I'm kind of teaching him, like showing yeah, him the ways. Actually, you know, get it started. Get it started. You know, what to do? Yeah. You know, all that stuff. You know, it's a good again role model, right? Yeah. Role model. Yeah. So. And I'm always gonna be here. Yeah. I'm always gonna be of here. You got my word on that one. Of course. You man. got my word. Of course. You got my number. You got everything. Got everything, man. Got everything. But Gabe, it was amazing having you on this podcast. Yeah. It was man. amazing being on here. I had blast talking about the stuff we did. I did amazing. too. We had serious talks. We had funny talks. Yep. That was the best my bad segment yeah. by far. Yep. By because, far. Because it's because it's me. Like, yeah. I, it's it's really me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that's gay yeah that's just me i have very goofy very <laughs> stuff so man but you know. yes tell the people your information if they want to check right, you so, out you know follow me instagram at you know dot as in you know like y k you know uh little gabe little or l-u-l it's something like l-u-l-l-i-l how you Gabe. don't know your own Instagram? See, that's, the, that's the problem. That's what I'm talking about. Gabe's Gabe shit. So, you know, follow me on Instagram, all that stuff. Um, 
What else? Well, that's really it. That's really it. I don't really be on everything else. You know, I don't. I'll be off social media, man. Yeah, if it wasn't for my podcast like channel, I wouldn't be on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Just follow me on Instagram if y'all want to. And again, it was nice having you, man. Yeah. It was nice, nice it was having nice you. Having, nice <laughs> being here. Nice yes. Get to talk about a lot of stuff. Good you know? talk. Good one talk. Of those, one of those talks where you know. It's ain't needed. Talk, ain't really talked in a while. Got to yeah. catch up. All the stuff, you know. It's so needed. I, I, I love it. it. I love what you got going on here. Man. I appreciate I really, you, bro. I really hope you go up, bro. I, I can't wait to it. see you on TV, Sports Center. I will TV, say this. This is my. TV. This is my little hint. It will be sooner than you think. Oh. <laughs> That's my hint for y'all. Ooh. News coming out soon, but it's gonna be sooner than you think. <laughs> All of a sudden, I look up on on Sports Center, and be like. Jalen shoots coming at you. I'll be like, oh. yeah. It's my nigga on the TV. It's my nigga on the TV. Man. But on that note, I'm going to end that podcast with that. This has been another episode of Sit Down with Swaggy Shoots, and we're out. Peace.